Well, you went for the as immediate the fade, yeah, as, as opposed to the slow fade. Yeah, I went I was for the gonna like, fade. I was gonna, I was gonna, gonna ride that groove, that that uh, steam engine of percussion. I put <laughs> stop to that right quick. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. You put your foot down, and everyone out there listening can thank me for that. You were like a young Don <laughs> Rumsfeld, putting your foot down, just saying no more. Arr, we're going to war. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I said so. <laughs> Don, Don Classic. Rumsfeld, America's dad. Classic old man logic right there. But dad, why? Because I said so. <laughs> he really was America's father yeah. figure yep. in the 2000s. He was America's abusive father. <laughs> Frightening, abusive old man. Yeah. And all, you know, the, when your friends come over, like other countries, they didn't want to say anything about it. <laughs> they were like, Bush, dude. Don't. What, oh, my God. That explains a lot. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> I don't want to make any waves here. <laughs> I might, I might end up in. Guantanamo. Listen, why don't you come over to our house, <laughs> Sufjan Stevens, or not Sufjan Stevens? That'd be even funnier. Yeah, Yusef Islam. <laughs> They're very similar. Yeah, very similar. Yusef Islam, Cat Stevens is on a no, uh, no fly list for Christ's sake. I heard that. Right. Yeah. Rumsfeld. That guy wrote a song called Father and Sons. It's about... He was like, no, no, no. Let's not glorify this relationship. I'm abusive. You don't fly. You know what? It was about fucking time. (laughs) He's been a threat for years. (laughs) And it was finally... Rumsfeld Someone did something about it. He was really mad at uh, at, at, uh, Yusef for suing the Flaming Lips for stealing (laughs) the riff. For fight test from he's, father and he's son. He's just a huge Wayne Cohen fan. And the test begins. And all of his material. Now. <laughs> and he's just getting back yeah. at him. He's like, Oklahoma City, bitch. Because that's, that's where Wayne Cohen what is. What do from. you think, what kind of music do you think Donald Rumsfeld listens to? The Flaming Lips. The Flaming Lips. <laughs> oh, Yoshi. Just er, early Flaming Lips. <laughs> you don't believe me. <laughs> that real 90s sounding oh, yeah. when, Flaming when Lips. When Rumsfeld was a uh, li- little... If you know this, Rumsfeld was in the lead Apache that like showed up on the horizon at dawn over Kuwait to yeah. invade Iraq, and the song instead of Wagner's Rise of the Valkyries was Yoshimi Battles the Giant Pink Robots. Why would he pick that one? Because he's a huge Wayne Coyne fan. <laughs> Don Rumsfeld. That w- that would he be a weird one. Lips. Oh, Yoshimi. See, I heard it was something different. I heard he was a fan of their stuff before Embryonic. Back before. Have you listened to that album? Saddam, don't use Shelly. <laughs> or any of these. Saddam uses fast. He was kind of sad when he flew in. He had something a little somber uh, the on. The soft bulletin's their best record. If you right? guys can just imagine bombs falling over oil fields in the Think Middle East. Majestic. Early, early 2000s, late 90s. Just All those oil wells just blowing up, majestically engulfed in <laughs> fire, brimstone, and Rumsfeld with and almost a sad expression. Stealth bombers <laughs> approaching like a wrinkle on the horizon. <laughs> yep, only to destroy everyone you know, <laughs> whole families, all of the goats, communities. <laughs> I watch my goats melt in the hellfire. <laughs> that's good. That's Team America. The speech he gives the Team America. Yep. I watched in terror as 
flaming hellfire rained down on my goats. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was all man. Don Rumsfeld. We're finally, someone's finally talking about it. That man did not get enough credit for all the stuff he did. Saddam uses Vaseline. <laughs> Saddam uses Vaseline. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. Saddam eats tangerines. That's a good song, though. The Flaming Lips. Yeah. What happened, man? I don't know. Did they just, like, all the acid caught up to them in their 50s? Yeah. Like, it they just started cr- losing it after a while. <laughs> They're fraying <laughs> at the edges. <laughs> They're doing songs with Miley Cyrus. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with I, you? What the fuck is wrong with you, Waypoint? He did a really weird thing, too, where, like, he released, uh, what, like, the music video of a song they did with Erica Badu with, like, her her being nude and yeah they, i remember they talked her that. into doing the take and yep. she didn't want it done and they said we'll just use it and if you don't like it we won't use it and she said she didn't like it and, and then they, they still it used it and it was like all very i don't know god he's such the he's such the rum, rumsfeld like, of yeah. the music industry yeah, he really is <laughs> you know he invaded erica badu's privacy personal privacy and and uh used it for his own wealth and benefit. If Donald Rumsfeld is America's just kind of abusive father, Wayne Cohen's like music's kind of out there losing it father. <laughs> Who you still love him because he's your the dad. Cloud states metallic. <laughs> you still yeah, love him because he's we your know dad. The but the yeah. states, no, I mean the cloud states metallic. <laughs> oh, okay, Wayne. Yeah. That that being said, all all this is a very shit. fluid perception of time. <laughs> He's never sure if it's been a week or, like, or a day. He's like McConaughey in Interstellar. When, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to give away spoilers. Watch Interstellar and think of Wayne Coyne as McConaughey. <laughs> Through the whole Through the movie. It will probably make McConaughey's performance better yeah. because he is ridiculous in Interstellar. <laughs> he McConaughey's all over that shit. Interstellar I, I digress. getting a lot of plugs from Inter- this podcast. It's pretty good. For a movie you think's pretty good and I haven't even seen, it's gotten a lot of plugs. It's pretty good. I saw I saw Birdman the other day. I want to see Birdman. Bird, Birdman, and Birdman was uh, very b- bizarre. I, I, I don't I think s- it was a case. Don't spoil it. Just don't let it get overhyped for you. Yeah. I feel like maybe hearing enough people talk about it, I See, felt like it just got... That's the thing. I don't want to hear anything yeah. about it. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't know... The more I know, the more I'm probably not right. going to like it. Right, and I didn't know much about it going into it. I didn't know, like, you know, the big reveals or anything like that, you know. But uh, it it just... I don't know. It's very interesting. It's yeah. a very interesting movie. I want to learn more about the people who did it, like the guy who wrote and directed it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I would like to contextualize it a little bit. It's kind of, right now it's just kind of this anomaly in my head and I haven't. Has it been bothering you? Yeah, like I had just haven't placed it. Like, like it was like objectively very funny. Mm-hmm. Very, very funny. And I think it intended to be very funny in times. Like they were, there was more aggressively obvious funny stuff, but there was a lot of like really dark humor it almost reminded me of a movie like silver linings playbook okay where it had some really dark dark you know humor with somebody 
you know, and I don't, I'm going to stop there. Just dark humor. And, uh, I thought it was very funny and, uh, different, super different. And Michael Keaton was great. Ed Norton is a, mm-hmm. a fucking great actor. That was probably the biggest revelation of the movie for me is I just forget sometimes because he plays such minor roles at times. Or know? like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Norton is a great fucking actor, man. He can act. He can he can really act. I agree. The set piece is really cool in that movie too. Like they use that really well. It's it's good. Go see Birdman. Mm-hmm. Go see Interstellar even. I'd I'd really recommend seeing Interstellar in the theater before it's gone. I should probably do that, but I probably won't. It I'll tell you what, it's long. It does not feel long to me. Like I actually thought Birdman felt longer and it's like 40 minutes shorter. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't think like Interstellar dragged too badly. It just was it was just crazy. It was just yeah, it's just a crazy movie. So is Birdman. Movies are crazy, man. Man. I gotta Let's do more movies. New podcast. Hey man, <laughs> movies are crazy, man. I got you have so much more you know, like relevant things to talk about. Movies um, are crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, man. Honestly, I've been trying to tell something to people lately. Which is what? Man, movies are crazy, movies man. Movies are crazy. Movies are crazy, man. It's just can... like the relevant story I'm on right now. It's just like cinema, man. It's pretty crazy. If, Motion picture. If someone came up to me at a bar and crazy. said that, like sat down <laughs> and said, you know what, movies are crazy, right? I'll tell you what. It sounds like a conversation I would have at a bar with I'll someone I don't want to have a conversation with. Those talkies surely are something. <laughs> Those uh, moving pictures. Those moving talkies. You ever go to the picture show these days? I went down to the Nickelodeon to see a moving picture. The Nickelodeon? Yeah, that's what they're called. Paid a nickel to get in. That's where the term comes Ah. from. Yeah. Now who's losing their edge? I wanted to put like a... You know, you like a tie movie. Back into you know, when there's a movie and they say the name of the movie and you're like, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Throw it into yeah. the podcast. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I'm losing my edge. Yep. Like that. Uh, I saw Blended on an airplane recently, the mm-hmm. Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore vehicle. Okay. R- remind me the plot of that movie. The Brady Bunch. Okay. Go to uh, yes. Africa and to fall in she- love. Yes. We're going. There's literally a scene where it split screens and it goes, "Yes, I'm going to Africa." And then uh, cohesively, they both say, say it at the same the, time. The split screen. Yeah, yeah. it is. All they, that's they say directing. blended like a hundred times. And I, I was on the plane and I was basically cheering every single time. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, again, Sandler. Tell me the movie again, you magnificent bastard." <laughs> But it is. It was a train wreck. It was a magnificent train wreck. So go see Blended. Yeah. <laughs> go go, go watch, see Blended. Uh, go see a triple feature of Interstellar, Birdman, and Blended in that order. See, you're just coming up with so many good things to reference. Like, I want to talk about the show Dragnet, but no one <laughs> other than our very old listeners would know what I'm talking about. They started playing it. In the criminal justice system. No, that's Law and Order. <laughs> that's Law and Order. Dragnet okay, is older, like they, late 60s, yeah, early yeah, yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah, but what was the, because they did the movie. Yeah. They did the movie with uh, Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. Yes. The young Tom Hanks. But. It's a comedy. Yeah. It, the the show I have never I've just started <sighs> watching theme, it. What's the theme song? It's gonna bum, be. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. 
I almost did the uh, the odd couple music. Yeah. So I kind of got I kind of got into watching this show from uh, Dana Gould's podcast because he watches it and talks about it a lot. And uh, the whole thing is directed, produced, and starring Jack Webb, who founded all the hamburger stands. <laughs> exactly, Jack Webb's hamburgers. <laughs> He uh, is a late, cop in L.A. Late night. So he got um, somebody to work late night at yeah. the hamburger stand. And I just heard a story about how they used to have to shoot scenes with him talking to people um, before they went to lunch. Because when he went to lunch, he would get just fucking hammered and come in like staggering. And that's when they would do like their long pans and like the scenes of him walking into buildings and stuff like that. Because <laughs> he would just be so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, like I just watched that show with that in mind that like he's probably hammered half of the time he's being filmed. Sure, that's a satisfying, <laughs> that's a satisfying feeling. It's it's, it's really a game good. Of trying to discover when and where, and the show's really good because it's like one of those first cop shows well, yeah, that yeah. everything is kind of it's like a procedural. It, I was just gonna say, isn't it kind of like the forerunner of procedurals? Oh, absolutely, like, it, it preceded. Uh, um, uh, what was the one? Um, uh, Hill Street Blues. Yep. which was the big turning point for that sh- that yeah that's that sort of uh style of you know uh drama but uh dragnet was like the first it was have you ever seen the movie no i haven't it's it's <laughs> it's interesting yeah i believe it was a complete commercial flop uh but i think it's kind of one of those like cult canons now because okay. like the cast is really good dan Aykroyd and tom hanks are the detectives it's uh, like about a cult, them taking like a down a cult ring <laughs> in L.A. in the mid '80s. Yeah, it's it's awesome. That sounds like a great plot. Yeah, I actually like. I think I'd prefer Dragnet to Beverly Hills Cop, and <laughs> I the people would probably challenge me on that. But I think Dragnet is more fun than Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop just seems so trite and flashy now, and like. You know, Eddie, just Eddie Murphy ish. Never know? seen like, it. Oh, right. watch those movies. I don't want to see back. that. <laughs> no, watch those movies back. Beverly Hills Cop is worth watching because, like, the whole idea of action comedy comes from that movie. Mm-hmm. The whole like Twenty One Jump Street, all that shit. Rush Hour. Happen. Rush Hour. That's a great yeah. example. Yeah. Uh, any Jackie Chan vehicle <laughs> of the last twenty years. Jackie Chan, rest in peace. Yep. 2014 rest in peace jackie chan so, i hope we get one more shanghai movie shanghai nice shanghai west what was the second one shanghai i don't remember what about shanghai keep... eskimo where they go and save an eskimo princess in canada that movie sounds awesome i would totally watch it <laughs> shanghai uh shanghai Nineveh. i'm hoping we just get one person listening to this who knows what dragnet is oh yeah oh, people know dragnet <laughs> still but all these all these uh, movies are great. Every movie we brought up, go watch. <laughs> Definitely go watch. Sit down, quit your job. So we didn't watch say these movies at the beginning of the show, but this is actually losing my edge, losing my after hours. After hours. And what does that mean? What does after hours get you? It gets you a dog. It gets you no, a dog. There's a dog here. There's again. a dog in the room. The dog. Ha- the dog has returned. Um, it gets you even. More unscripted yeah. than we usually are, which is saying something because we play it fast and loose. We w- we went from our normal show, which is the bare minimum you can script something, yeah. without with it being called planned. Oh, you don't script out 
every word you say on this show. And we went slightly under that. You should see my zero Evernote. script. <laughs> my Evernote is fucking filled. I don't like script. Everything I'm saying right now is in my Evernote. I'm reading it verbatim. My one regret of getting an iPhone is I can't use Google Keep anymore for some reason. And Evernote is just not as good. Well, it doesn't have the the uh, the synergy with the rest of mm-hmm. Google products. Yep. I do like that everything I do on every Google yeah, it's app awesome. ends up in my Google Drive, yep. right? That's pretty cool. Google. Yeah. Shout out to our sponsor today, Google. <laughs> the two O's are boobs. Google. <laughs> you know what? That's their mod. Did you know that? That's their slogan? Yeah. Google. The O's <laughs> are boobs. Get it? Um, I just, I don't think Google needs advertising. If you're not using Google, what the... It's just like, what are you, doing? you know how Google... I still, got, I still got a friend who uses Yahoo Mail. Yeah. I feel like and I'm going to get a virus by sending him emails. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Hold on, I have to ask Jeeves. Like, Yahoo Mail? Jeeves. Do you have, <laughs> do you have MSN Mail, too? Jeeves. <laughs> Jeeves, I got, a, I got a question. Should I kill myself? <laughs> well... You're, Jeeves, you're using Ask Jeeves. Like killing yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're using Ask Jeeves. So yes, Jeeves killed himself. <laughs> yeah, because he had to use his search engine. <laughs> That's a great riff. Mm-hmm. Let's go down. Let's try to do one Ask Jeeves riff every show. Deal. You know what? I I think there's the well of material there that is yet to be tapped, and I think we're the ones to tap it. You know who we should ask if that's a good idea? <laughs> who? Jeeves. <laughs> No. Yes. That is so a new thing. Just imagine in your minds, everyone, there's a dog in this room. Because if, you're there, if you don't have a dog in your room, it's not going to make a lot of sense what we're saying right now. So go buy a dog if you're, in this, if you're are listening to this. Rent a dog mm-hmm. from a room, uh, from a roommate, from a dog pound. From dog uh, black lo- market, yeah, a local fire station could lend you their Dalmatian. <laughs> um, if you find anyone dealing in exotic dogs illegally, <laughs> then go for it. Get a really rare dog to listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if you could spend upwards of five thousand dollars on a dog to listen to this episode, do it. If that's what it takes, our art cannot be. It cannot be appreciated without a five thousand dollar dog. It must be appreciated. And one of those, those Voss water bottles too. <laughs> oh yeah, I've never, I've never seen those in the store. I've always wanted to buy one. Just I so uh, carry it well, around. Well, they sell them at World Market here in town. I World saw. Market. Have you ever been to World Market? I don't think I have. It's like an arts and crafts store, kind of. Okay. But with a, like an import. Why do they sell Voss like, water? They sell like can- like chocolates and and delicacies from all over the world. Okay, world market. The market is the world. So at world market, so we have the O's are boobs. That's <laughs> so we have an international multi conglomerate sponsor of Google, and we also have world market locally owned the world o- market. The O's a boob. <laughs> the one O is a boob. It's a uniboob. The A is. Kind of a boob if you think about it. <laughs> um, okay, let's do. Well, let's talk about something. Actually, I want to play a song for you. Play, play me a song, and it's gonna be a lovely song about how I feel. Well, I'll call you Piano Man, and I will ask you to play me a song. That's weird. I you're you I usually go by Piano Man, the piano outside of work. 
man. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, I'm going to play you the new sing, single. Sing, sing me a song. I'm not going to sing you. I'm going to play you one. I mean, we're friends, I but I don't know if I should sing a song to you. I do like this song. <laughs> mm, it's good, isn't it? Turn, turn my bass up. Turn my mic down. The bass cannot go any louder. All right, turn my mic down. One, two. He went for a very minimalist approach on this song. Okay, this is the um, second single off the forthcoming Panda Bear record. Panda Bear vs. the Grim Reaper. We heard the first one. We did an episode about the EP, sort of. Yeah. This is Mr. Noah. But we only, yeah, we only have one track from the album so far, and this is the second to drop from the album. And this is called Boys Latin. And it's Panda Bear's second P-Bear. single coming up. For Panda Bear versus the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Can't wait to find out who wins. You want to put money on it? <laughs> What's yeah. the line? Um, I would say 100% Panda Bear because he's still alive. All right, I'll take those odds. The I'll record's take Grim, done. I'll take Grim Reaper. <laughs> he never dies. <laughs> what if he's been dead this whole time? The Grim Reaper or Panda Bear? Panda Bear. <laughs> what and if? they replaced him like Paul McCartney. Have you heard that conspiracy theory? Oh, that Panda Bear died after Meriwether Post Pavilion? No, he died um, actually after <laughs> Feels, <laughs> and then they went into a slightly more different direction with this new guy who they found who looked like him. Yeah, and sings And could like turn him. the knobs on the machines, because mm-hmm. that's kind of what he does. No, it was. I heard it was after Meriwether. It was after Meriwether? Yeah. There, it's debatable Centipede among the hurts. community. Yeah, someone was missing on that album. <laughs> And it was Panda Bear. <laughs> his his body more doubled. like centipede hurts. Yeah. to listen to hurts my hurts feelings. Their legacy. <laughs> I'm kidding. It hurt my feelings. It wasn't my. It was not a great record. There are a couple of cool songs on it. Yeah, but same. I, wanna, I I still want to book Animal Collective on this podcast. Oh, I'm absolutely. Noah, come talk to us. Have you ever watched? They did like an hour long interview with a guy from. Pitchfork, I think, or something. MTV, was it our maybe. guy Ryan? <laughs> it was not. It was not was Mr. It our Schreiber. Other guy? It was not Bourbon. It was not. <laughs> it was not Boomer. <laughs> now, guys, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about your early days. So I want to go way back, 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 back to Hollandergan. Um, but they did this really long interview, and I want to go way back, back, back. The guys just like kissing ass, dance manatee. <laughs> The interviewer's just kissing ass. We would not do that. No, we'd pull no punches. We we'd would be like, we'd ask the hard questions. Does centipede hurts hurt? Um, so have you guys ever like you know done any kind of group orgy stuff? I know you're into the psychedelics and whatnot. That's what my that's what my opening question would be. <laughs> <laughs> That that's is, my opener. That's the opener. <laughs> yep. Let's lead with that. Then we'll do my centipede hurts. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't left the room by that point. <laughs> then, we will ask a third gone. question from the fans. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> interview over. That would be a great, great interview. Guys, if so you're guys, listening, come on the show. Come on the show. You already have the interview questions. We're going to send this to you. Yeah. We're going to send this podcast to you <laughs> in the mail. Right back. Yep. Okay. 
This is a new song. Oh yeah, this is a song by Panda Bear. Panda Bear. It's called Boys Latin. Centipede hurts. Let's give it a listen. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was the That's flaming lips. That's the flaming lips. I was like, wow. <laughs> they went in a really different direction. Super big <laughs> sounding. Yep. All right. All right, let's try let's again. Let's try it He played that in Madison. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny that that beat comes on so intense. Oh, on right the at the start. Oh my that, god! Like it almost gave me an instant acid flashback <laughs> to that concert, and I was not on any drugs for that concert. <laughs> I like, I like, I felt something in my spinal fluid like shift yep. when that first tone hit my ear, and that is. That is some good, good fucking music. Oh, I am so excited that about this That is fucking good. And it sounds so good uh, in the uh, production quality because yep. it was cool live. Uh, but you were almost more stunned by... Uh, your <laughs> <laughs> dog was just looking at itself in the mirror. It was, was kind of funny. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, you were kind of stunned by the live show, uh, by da- uh, Danny Perez's visual yeah. show, that it almost numbed Panda Bear's music. Uh, but to get it just unfiltered there, oh yeah, full studio quality, that is uh, this is a good song. Yeah, that that will melt your fucking brain. I recommend listening. To yeah, that thing. is that is. I've been wicked. very impressed by the two tracks that have come off this. Yeah, album this so is going to be the real deal. This is going to be. I uh, yeah. I like because I remember when Tomboy was coming out, the singles that dropped before that. I think it was um, they're kind of saccharine compared to yeah, this stuff, like this stuff, sweet. Yeah, uh, like some of the stuff was nautical on Mister Noah too, but uh, like some of the nautical, like Last Night at the Jetty and uh, uh, Surfer's Hymn mm-hmm. on Tomboy were very uh, nautical, almost to the point where it was like like on the sea Zelda music, like it was just so pop poppy and I, video gamey I, and light i think it's that's, not like totally bad yeah but this has a level of seriousness that feels more like person pitch where like yeah it has an energy about it that i didn't feel on tomboy sonically it's not the same as person pitch but it has a uh intensity like if i were gonna describe it without having any proof like tomboy sounded like he was bored on the album like it just I don't know if he was bored making it or whatever, but that's what it kind of sounded like to me. But this, it doesn't. I don't know. It just makes me excited again. 
because I was kind of lukewarm on that. And then this is getting me excited for this yeah, album. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Alsatian Darn. Yeah. On that record, that's a cool fucking yeah. song. It had some it had some tracks. It I had some songs. It. Yeah. It had some songs. Uh I, I really liked Shahrazad too. Yeah. The one that was like speeding up and slowing down mm-hmm. in the Tron motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, a weird cool song. song. I remember that's the that. Best one way to describe that, it. Off that album. You're on the Tron motorcycle and you go fast and then you go and you go slow and then you go fast. Or is that afterburner I'm thinking of? That might be afterburner. Um Shahrazad, or however you pronounce it, Sharad, Shahrazad, Shahrazad, yeah. yeah, that's a. Why did he? I don't know. Um, I can look. Panda Bear is is uh, ever intriguing, man. Yeah, His music is just it's always a surprise. Whatever you're gonna get, that's something that uh, you know you don't. Yeah, here's Shahrazad. This isn't the one that speeds up, though, is it? Um, Afterburner. That I think that's, that's the, one the one I was one. thinking of. That's like, yeah, uh, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah, the Tron motorcycle. No, no. Actually, I was talking about Shahrazad. Cut to like the last thirty seconds of minute of that song. Okay. Here we go. Oh, okay. It's just so atmospheric. Cut too late to that in that yeah. one, but yeah, you heard that <laughs> sort of sound. Yeah. Um, but after Afterburner is a goofy ass song. Not my, probably my least favorite song on that record, actually. Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about? We didn't plan talking about anything. We talked about doing movies, but we'll have to talk about what what we're gonna do with that because I haven't really seen any movies. Movies. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. There is something I want to talk about. I don't know if anyone's no one's going to care about this, but I'm going to talk about it because it's on my mind. Death Grips, at least first track off their forthcoming album, second half of their double LP. It's called The Powers That Be. Um, last week, what has been kind of hyped about this track coming out is that a few months back there was a Twitter account because Death Grips isn't on Twitter um, that posted a picture. That is from this video, confirmed from this video. Um, people did like analysis, or I don't, I have no idea. Um, and they also on that Twitter account had posted that they were they didn't break up and they're going to go back on tour. So no one knows if it's confirmed yet, but that's kind of what the rumors are. If it's either being run by someone fake or not, no one's really sure. So it's kind of cool. It's just that level of mystery. It's probably it, a little viral yeah. sensation. Yep. That's that's what they do well, like do that kind of thing. Just they have a Twitter account yeah. that may oh, or yeah. may they not play, be them. Yeah, yeah. And they play uh, the game as well as anybody. This is a very odd song. It kind of threw me. Um it starts out really weird. It starts with like like 
harmonization of the singer in the band, rapper, MC Ride, like his vocals layered over one another and it sounds like an engine revving up, but it's like a vocal sample that's layered over each other and it just gets really loud and here. I'll just play the first little bit of it for you. I don't know how much you like this band or not, but oh, no, I'm no. a big fan. Your dog's kind of losing it. Well, she's excited for Death Grip. <laughs> oh, she better be. <laughs> so this isn't an instrument, it's just his voice. It's really uncomfortably loud. It just sounds so powerful. I don't know. Yeah, it's a very the beat reminded me of like uh, like something from Daft Punk or Justice, but on bath salts. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a, like I don't like I put it this. Have you ever heard the song "Stress" by Justice? I don't know if I have. We can pull it up though and give It'll it a like the comparison. intro is a little bit like "Stress" by Justice, except like again like this this but on bath on like salts. bath salts. Yeah. Uh, do you know what album that's on? Uh, they're uh, what, Justice the Cross. The Cross. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what what song was the it? The only again? one I ever listened to. Stress. Stress. All right, this is the intro to Stress. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I always hated that song because it just like was too fucking much for me. Yeah, I can I can get much. why that. And I was like, you know, seventeen when that came out. And yeah, just you know, smoking so much shitty, <laughs> getting paranoid and hearing that, and that that song would just like send me into a panic attack at seventeen. Yeah. Um, it's just it's every time I like. This is why I love this band. Just they've. They've only been making music for like three or four years, but they've have like five albums already. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just I always think like I won't be surprised by something they do, and mm-hmm. then they have a song that, that has a beat that comes in like that, and I'm just like, God damn, they managed to surprise yeah, me yeah. again. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, just love that. That's basically what I've been listening to this week. Um, I have not really been doing a lot else. Um, kind of listened to that a little bit, and that was about it. I've been watching Dragnet. Folks, we're starting the show over. It's come to the point where we have to just start over and do it again. (laughs) Because we are officially out of material. Uh, It's like I'm talking to 
a song that's playing. I can do that podcast by myself. <laughs> Me talking, to, having to have conversations <laughs> with songs while they're okay, playing. Okay, okay, okay. So you start talking, and I'll be <laughs> I'll be a different song this time. You start talking, and I'll be okay. Mar- I'll I'll be Marky Moon by Television. <laughs> Marky Moon, burn what's it, up? Burn it, burn it, burn it. This again? Every fucking time I come over, all I get is the guitar riffs. And I always have to wait for the bass to come in. That's not bad. Television, you didn't even sing that correctly. No, I didn't. I wasn't even playing the riffs correctly. No. It's hard. It's hard to mouth well because there's a because there's yeah. a, a round to the two guitar parts, right? The, yeah, like the one. Yeah, yeah. That could be a Marky Moon. That could a be good, a new podcast. What a, what a great, <laughs> what a great band. I mean, song by a great band. Yeah. I remember uh, I one of my buddies. We bought, he bought a uh, white vinyl of Television Live. Mm. Oh. Live Marquee Moon. It was like eight and a half minutes long. Yeah. Well, the non-radio edit is is right around nine minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They they play a lot after when the radio edit usually cuts out. Bin doom. Yeah. Bin doom. (laughs) That bass line. Bin doom. Bin doom for nine minutes. Doom doom doom. Bin doom. Bin doom. Bin doom. This is a good podcast. This is going great. Golden. This is how you get noticed at yeah. uh, the potties. <laughs> get people to notice you. We're going to win a potty this year. Is that an award? It should be. It should not be. The potty. They should have thought of that name <laughs> I and go then to went with the second I name they thought of. I can't. Uh, po- the potties. <laughs> can't wait to go to the potties. That's their slogan. If we get ever nominated for something called a potty, we're not going. Yo, we're going. We will send a a large Native American man in our place to protest. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm referencing here? No. Okay. Um, Brando at the Oscars. Uh, oh, is that true? Sent a Native American fellow, <laughs> or it might have been a woman. I don't remember. Um, to talk about the crimes against her people. And he didn't show up, and that, that's what the acceptance speech was. <laughs> and it was fucking awesome. That's baller. Yeah, that that's is a, a baller move. I hope she dropped the mic and <laughs> walked off. <laughs> that is a baller move yeah. by Fat Brando. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're going to do if we ever get nominated for something called a potty. Okay. Which I hope never happens. Let's just send a parrot up there. <laughs> Rock. Yeah, just get it to say a couple of phrases. <laughs> no. What would we get it to say? Something like, politicians, huh? And then, like, another thing like, um, like, boy, oh, boy, the traffic out there, and a couple things, and people be like, wow, that parrot's smart. I would get him to say, right, I'm a parrot. To identify himself. So those yeah. things, people would just think that's a smart parrot because it would always be relevant with mm-hmm. the news. Or maybe just, like, an uncomfortably self-aware parrot. Like, I don't know what he would say. Like one having an existential crisis. Yeah. Like, who am I? <laughs> who am I? Why are we here? I don't deserve to be here. 
Is this all absurd? <laughs> absurd. Brad, quit distracting yourself <laughs> from the horror. Brad, <laughs> what do you think Camus was talking about to the stranger? Brad, Brad, I'm reading the stranger. <laughs> Brad, the plague, that's another Camus. This is t- this is the worst. I, I, I turned off my mic and I hope everybody <laughs> turned off the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the worst podcast on the air. Ever. Oh man, this is going to be a tough one to edit. No, it's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned off my mic now as well. As well. As well. You want to play a game? Would you like to play a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's play a game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking thrilling. <laughs> you guys didn't see it, but Ryan pulled it out in the end. <laughs> it was close, neck and neck. <laughs> Two champions in their sport, in their sport going head to head. Sweat dripped from our furrowed brows <laughs> and the true metal and valor of each of our characters were tested, and mm-hmm. Ryan triumphed, triumphed yet again. <laughs> yes, I did. In that game, that rousing game of the game we just played, <laughs> in which Ryan won. Well, good. And that was a fun game. That good was, idea, dude. That was a great round of <laughs> do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> that was thrilling. Oh, we're going to have to do another round you, of you that next play again? episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, go, you go first this time. <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> That was good, man. Good game. All right. Good game, dude. Wait, we didn't play it. Yeah, Ryan, you won again. You missed it. No. Did you not realize you won? I didn't realize. Yeah, you won again. I thought the game was, do you want to play a game? Would you like to play a game? No. Oh. Ryan won. (laughs) Two for two. That's three for three And that was another round of, do you want to play a game? Since I'm up two three, we're just yeah, let's, two let's two play. zero. We're gonna yeah. leave it at that. Yep, we'll play next time. Yep, we'll play again later. All right, good game, bro. Good game. Right now, we're getting in a line. Everybody in the room is shaking hands. <laughs> yep, patting each other on the ass. Nice firm cup. Yep, of the testicles. Cup <laughs> up the testicles. Cup up. <laughs> cup up the testicles. Because you know it's a gentleman's game. When at the doctor, allow him to cup up your testicles. <laughs> what would that be a PSA for? <laughs> there's Guys, there's look, <laughs> I know it's uncomfortable <laughs> to have another dude touch your junk. But when you're tricks. at the doctors... Testicular and prostate cancer are real things. Let the doctor cup up your <laughs> testicles and pop up your butt. And if you let him cup up and pop up... You'll be, you'll be all in right. tip-top shape. <laughs> you'll be, t- be tip-top. <laughs> if you allow him, cup up and pop and <laughs> pop up. You'll be tip-top. Up. You'll be tip-top. That's a great PSA. Yeah. Let it. We we will cut that new PSA for next year. Yeah, time. I will. I'll put some nice do 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 like a uh, old time something coming in over the wire. <laughs> Yeah, something because this is this is just like the wire. No, yeah, well, something coming in over the wire. That's, that's what that term means, right? That's the TV show. Yeah, but 
Yeah. Something coming in over the wire, because that will be better than the wire. But, okay, but the wire, they were recording, like, voices and stuff. I'm talking about that old-timey machine that, like, you would hear. Yeah, over the wire. So what we're doing is better than the wire. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Who is arguing that point? Nobody out there. Over the wire. You said, I agree with you. I agree. You made the statement, we're over the wire. This show is better than than the TV series, The the Wire. Wire. Yeah. And no one is trying to argue that, and no one would debate it. No, because they would lose. The Wire was simply not as good as this show. Well, that yes, but The Wire was simply a modern take on Greek tragedy, told from the highest level of society to the lowest level, mm-hmm. seamlessly across five seasons, six seasons, uh, five. Se- Five, five seasons. Five seasons with terrific acting, wonderful story direction, and all through the context of what is a true story mm-hmm. in the city of Baltimore. That's all it did. That was simple. Yeah. What we do is way more difficult than that. <laughs> did you? That is like that is easy cakes. Did the people not like, hear? Yeah, I can the rob. game we were just playing. Right. <laughs> I can't. Even that see. takes skill. Yeah. What I'm saying is Sophocles, all you did was take a Sophocles play, mm-hmm. spread it over 48 episodes. We could do that, too. We could come yeah. in here, take something that already Give exists. Give me a David Simon budget, <laughs> and I will tell the gritty story of Othello in a Kevin Smith movie called O. Oh. I was thinking we do a real original take on Romeo and Juliet. We said it Tol- in modern times. Yes, Los Angeles, perhaps. With maybe Central, uh, South Central oh, LA. Oh, I like that, a gritty take. And guns instead of swords. Here's my idea. But. Rent, but with Rosario <laughs> Dawson. But what we're going to do is the text is going to be the same text <laughs> as Shakespeare. But it'll just be in South Central LA with guns. That and is then, the soundest logic for our follow-up, we do an updated version of Rent called Renting to Own, <laughs> where they get called out of their rental, rental, rental property. They get out of their rental property, and they move into a rent-to-own type situation where they're locked in for a long number of years, but they will eventually own that house. And there's a film crew there cataloging <laughs> all the DIY stuff they yep. do. To better their home, mm-hmm. and it airs on HGTV in in the movie. Yep. Yeah. And uh, spoiler, the housing market going through some problems in the last couple of seasons. Oh, boy. Drama. The Plus, bubble? How's the bubble? Did, Plus, did, what is this? Like, be honest with me. The yeah. status of the bubble? Burst? It's, it's, or, it's bursting. Or bubble. Is it still a bubble? Or has it burst? You know what? Who knows how bubbles burst and when they're going to do it. So, But when God bubbles burst, knows. don't they burst into like little bubbles? Yeah, too? see, they were going to do the whole bubble bursting thing this season, but you, they, they're they running out of ideas, so they teased at it at, L- the, I love a at good the finale BB. at the end of the season. So it's going to be a main plot point in the next season, too. It's just kind of... I know it affects show's people, going downhill. But a good BB can't beat it. <laughs> Good. Can't beat a good bubble little, burst. Little BB, little BB, little R and R. I drink. A little I drink B and B. Yeah, 
I eat Butterfinger BBs mm-hmm. and I watch a little B B. Yes. And your favorite actress is BB Newworth. She is. And from Cheers for <laughs> Fraser. For Christmas I'm getting a BB gun. Yep. Yep. And those are all the BB references we can think of. All right, folks, it's been... Uh, bon voyage. <laughs> it's been fun, this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed Lose My Edge After Hours. The night. If you, yeah, if you're tired of the whole rigmarole of the regular episodes... Kill yourself. This one is the kill medicine yourself. you need. Don't kill yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I was talking to you, Ryan, the oh. whole time. <laughs> it's just it's just so hard sometimes. Sometimes so. I listen to you and I just like kill yourself and then I say it out loud and it's like, Oh God, don't do it. But yeah. I'm thinking it all the time. See I feel like I always worry to s- tell someone to kill themselves. Yeah, but like, don't because what like, if some there... people need to be told. Some people's lives are so pathetic. Mm-hmm. And meaningless and bottomless that all you do every time you see them is just think, God, just kill yourself. Just kill yourself. And then you actually let it slip out. Yeah. And then they finally realize that that's what you've always thought about them. Mm-hmm. And you can't take it back and it changes your relationship <laughs> forever. Those situations, huh? Yeah. They're but tough. this isn't one of them. This, of course not. Yeah. This is a different kind of situation. Yeah. I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> You know, yeah, but people, the situation we're in now, not the, not the one I described. We're in a situation. Are you trying to tell me this is all <laughs> a dream? No, I'm trying to tell you. You're trying to tell me this is all a dream. We all live in a dream inside Mike, the situation's brain. You're misconstruing that. We live in a dream inside my head, but inside my head, I have a podcast, and our guest tonight is the, the situation. situation. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, gay? What's up, bros? It's Mike the Situation. I'm going to stop talking and let my six-pack do the talking. (laughs) Oh, wait. Did I say six-pack? I meant ten-pack. That's almost two six-packs. If you subtract two of the numbers. I feel like you might not have seen that show because that's not what he sounds like. Like the situation, he doesn't sound like that. Not really. But how does he sound like? I can't do an impression. You are literally the best impressionist I've ever met. My impressions are just me and give my me, voice. Give me your walking. Walking. Yes. Give me. Hey, I'm Christopher Walken. Give it to me. <laughs> I can't. I can't do impressions. You, ca- you can't. No. You can't, or you won't. Both. Either. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because Christopher Walken. I also do a mean Berman. <laughs> <laughs> we've heard your Berman. Yeah, my Berman's uh, great. We've, we've also heard your um, SNL announcer. No, Pardo. <laughs> but that's really an impression of me doing somebody's Don Pardo. Yes. Like, that's what everybody's... But I think it still counts, though. Nassine <laughs> Perron. I think it counts, though, if you're doing an impression of an impression. I also do a it's really... still an impression of that guy. A really killer uh, really ki- killer, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Hi, Joe Biden. 
<laughs> like your Joe Re- Biden. Vice President Joe Biden here. Short and to the point. Yep. Uh, also, uh, I do a pretty good Queen of England. Yeah. Which is, again, a Queen of England based on somebody else's Queen of England. Okay. Hello! <laughs> oh, and we all do Vincent Price based on The Simpsons doing Vincent That's Price. That's true. Yeah. Hello! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Those are all my impressions, though. Do you have any? Oh, I don't really have Not any. Not a single one? I don't have any good impressions. I can do a. I can do Ventura, kind of. Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah? I like to, but that again is just an impression, an impression of, of James, James Domi. See what you're seeing right now around the country. There are people finally rising up against police brutality that's been widespread across black communities, but now it's finally reaching into other communities. And what you're seeing right now is a complete rejection of all mores that were held up previously. Okay, I'm running out of steam. Yeah, but it was all very, uh, it was all very current. And uh, evocative, Ryan. That's what he does. But are you? Are you Jesse Ventura? I am. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. Double life. I love double lives. God, it'd be be so cool just to know what he knows. The way that you live (laughs) your life. To know what you think he knows. You you live your life half the time as Ryan the Timer. Mm -hmm. The Timer, as we all call you. The Timer. Uh in the other half of your life you live as Jesse Ventura. Mm-hmm. That's even better than Draper. Yeah. Like that's a better du- double life. Uh is it a better double life than Clark Kent and Superman do you think? Yours? Well, I think I'm personally like Superman and then Jesse Ventura is like my Clark Kent when I'm when I want to, you know, be not as cool. Okay. Pretend to be Jesse Ventura. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about Bruce Banner and the Hulk? <sighs> Tough one. You think you guys I are would better? Think me and Jesse Ventura, which are both me, are both the Hulk. <laughs> okay. Both in um, attitude, uh huh, physical peakness, and um, and green color. Would you ever describe said? Attitude as perhaps a batitude. A batitude? Yeah. Do you think you got a little batitude? Is that a Bruce Wayne Batman? Batitude? Uh, no, bad. As in a bad attitude. No, but I got bad company. What about a rudeitude? This is going off the rails. I think we should end this here. Give the people some relief who haven't killed themselves already. Kill Kill yourself. Stop. Kill yourself. We can't. This is not what Kill we yourself. want to promote. Never stop. Never this stop is the 24-hour, seven days a week, 365-day-a-year <laughs> podcast You know how that they we run, will just continue to capture for a year straight. You know how they run um, like anti-suicide hotlines? We'll run pro-suicide hotlines. You should try a little of both before you make a call. Call them. They'll try to talk you out of it. We'll Call try. us. We'll remind you why. We'll remind you that the world is a vapid, Wasteland. mostly empty, meaningless space. And Void that your role in purpose, it meaning, love, is so small. Desire. That your whatever you do in life, wasteland. 
will not last more than one generation. Your soul will be parched for thirst, the thirst of love. And just regular thirst. Because it's really hot. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Good night, Ryan. This has been uh, Losing My Edge After Hours. We got to the bottom of a lot of things today. Yep. Um, Like the bottom of this bottle of bourbon. (laughs) No. No, I don't drink. No, there's Um, no bourbon here. There isn't any bourbon. But um, introducing ourselves. This is Ryan. That's Ryan, the timer. The timer. The timer, the timer. That's that's Dylan. And I'm Dylan.